Hey, this is Mike Lindsay from Vital MX, and welcome back to another episode of Rumor Mill presented by Yoshimura. So, apparently, it's just Ken Roxon's world, and we're living in it at this point. He has dominated the headlines for Silly Season the last couple weeks. I mean, primarily because pretty much everything else is wrapped up. We're just waiting to see what Kenny does, and there is a lot going on. Unless you've been living under a rock and you just don't check out social media, you'll have seen that he's tested a Club MX Yamaha. He has raced a genuine Honda Sierra 450 at Paris, one on that bike. He has tested a Stark Varge. He is outriding the HEP Suzuki today, and there's still another bike that he's going to probably be testing either Friday or early next week, and we're going to get into that. So first off, we're going to start with some of the options and a little bit of recap. We've done some episodes on this. And where we think it's at is Kenny is going to pick a deal that allows him to do U.S. Supercross and World Supercross. The guys from World Supercross, of course, would love to have him back as the defending champion. And they are willing to pay him to make that happen. It's a very financially good deal for him to forego outdoors and just focus on U.S. Supercross and World Supercross. So the team deals are going to wind down to that. Also, it doesn't look like any of your traditional U.S. factory teams really have anything from your Star Racing, your Red Bull KTMs, that kind of thing. Like, those just... There aren't deals there, man. Those, you know, I, I still keep seeing a lot of people saying star this, star that. That's not happening. They're going forward with Eli and Dylan only on 450s. So, but speaking of Yamaha, let's take one of these U.S. World Supercross deals off the table. The Club MX Yamaha deal, as far as we're aware, is not happening. Uh, Wynn tested the bike, seemed to have some positive negative feedback on the bike, things he liked, things he didn't. Um, but we've heard from a few sources that there were things about the team, the facility, just things he wasn't stoked on, didn't really feel like it was the right fit for him. Uh, we don't think there's really a financial way they can make it happen properly. There's not much they can do for him other than a little bit of equipment help. So scratch that off. We think that deal is done, dusted, no chance at happening. So now let's move into what is still in the works or possible. So he raced the Firepower Honda or as they call it worldwide, the genuine Honda racing team bike at Paris, France. Again, the same bike that he raced at the World Supercross rounds. And Paris went great. He ended up beating Eli Tomac, being the new king of Paris. He's very happy. If you checked out the interviews we did with him, he is really genuinely happy with the genuine Honda team. Terrible pun, I know. He likes the bike setup. Of course, the ending with Honda is very public. So we've been thinking this whole time, like... Man, there's just, you know, what are the chances he would really stay on Honda? You think he'd want to get away from it. However, in his situation, he has a limited amount of time to get ready. He seems to like some of the team staff situations or sponsor bike, you know, what he's allowed to run, what he's not allowed to run. He knows the positives of the Honda, but he also knows the negatives. And it seems like some of the things he's allowed to work with on that team seem to be clearing up his negatives. He was very vocal in the interview we did with him that on the suspension side, working with Factory Connection, that in a day of testing, he had already found something that he liked quite a bit better than what he had been on the last year or two at HRC. Um, so again, hey, they're, it actually sounds like they're working on it. Everybody at Paris, France, that was around that team stuff said like, hey, there's, they're working on this. Like there's, gen, there's a genuine chance this could happen. Uh, however, we've been wondering how that would work with gear deals, and we'll get into that in a minute because that ties into both the Firepower team, or the Genuine Honda team as it's also known, and the next one we're talking about, which is the HEP Suzuki team. He's on their bike today up in Madera, California at their race team shop. They have two private Supercross tracks there as well, so they're testing today, and it sounds like probably tomorrow. Uh, just based on the photos Ken posted this morning, the team seems to be taking this very serious. They have two bikes for him to test, one with a BFRC shock, one with a standard A-kit shock. There's probably other differences in those bikes. There could be some engine package choices, uh, but it looks like they're making a very serious push to get him. And from what we've heard, 
that team probably has the best financial offer for them between their sponsorships with Progressive, who seems to be stepping up more and more, Twisted T, Suzuki, um, and now Fly WPS coming on board. It sounds like they can offer him actually very competitive salary. And whether it's Suzuki funding it or it's a group of the sponsors helping pull together the money to get the insurance policy, there sounds like there's bonuses on the table here, which if you check out the last video, again, we talk about how much U.S. bonuses and championship bonuses that the OEMs pay play into these guys' money. It's it's not really the purse money. We all know that the purse money is not very much. It's the money they make on the backside being able to get 100, 120, 130 grand or north a win through OEM bonuses and gear deals, a million for championships, etc. So it sounds like that's on the table, salaries on the table. We did mention Fly WPS. It re really, this seems very odd. Kenny's been pretty much a lifelong Foxer, Fox guy, but if we've heard correctly, his Fox contract sounds like it's actually up at the moment, like coming up to an end here at the end of this year or is already up depending on the timeline. Uh, you know, he's been paid a lot of money by them for a long time. They may be looking at his current options as not being as valuable, whatever it is. It sounds like there might be a little bit of an issue with the Fox relationship. We don't know to what degree. And with that, it sounds like Fly WPS is actually making a very big push to try to sign Kenny. So he would also get an individual deal with them on top of the team. That would play into both the HEP or the Firepower Honda deal for the U.S. Both of those teams are Fly teams. So they're around Fly helmets, Fly gear, uh, Alpine Star boots, and then goggle-wise, I think the Firepower team is Fly the... The HEP teams that are going to be flyer 100% on the goggles. Either way, that money wraps into that now, and now it takes also that issue of Ken's personal gear deal off the table for both those teams if they're able to make it happen, and it makes it financially beneficial for him to do either program. Again, we think there's still more money on the table with HEP, but we got to figure out the bike. No, the Suzuki's not a bad bike, but you got guys like Joey Savacci, the HEP has approached other ones, and they aren't that interested. That team is still growing, that program's still growing, and you talk to a lot of guys, and I don't think the magic is quite there with that current gen Suzuki as the one that Kenny last raced. Um, Suzuki could step up more and help, but there is a lot of question marks on the technical package there, um, issues with riders complaining about stuff, and I think it shows the fact that, yeah, they're, they're talking to Kenny right now, that's badass, but... HEP hasn't really been able to attract other big names otherwise, so there is still some question marks there where he probably knows the firepower bike a little bit more now, understands what he can do with it, so now it comes out weighing, does the firepower bike mean more to him to take a little less money, or is the HEP bike good enough that he'll also, you know, the big money there plus quality of bike is good enough he could go there. However, there is one other option, but we're starting to think it's becoming less and less likely now that there are financial reasons for him to be involved in our teams. There is Kawasaki's, as we've been saying over and over. Kenny had already bought some bikes. From what we've heard, there are two at Pro Circuit. They're fully built, ready to test. We think he'll be testing those Friday, maybe over the weekend, maybe Monday of next week. Uh, but get on that bike, try it out. Of course, the the relationship with Mitch kicked off great straight rhythm. Seems very happy working with them. But what is there really there? If he stays with Fox, maybe there's some way to sort of integrate him with the PC team, but then the Red Bull deal becomes an issue. I don't know, man. There's there's a lot of baggage there. Um, you know, the Cowie thing might be an option if he totally, totally decides to go his own route. Um, I think you'll still see that test happen. If the bike is really, really good for him, maybe he tries to figure it out, but we're starting to think that the options lie more with HEP and with Firepower. And then the last thing we'll touch on with HEP is we've already seen people commenting like, oh, the bike's covered in progressive logos. Where's, where's Twisted T? Is that an issue? 
as far as we're aware, the team still has a good relationship with Twisted Tea and they still are a big sponsor. However, if you look at their bikes at World Supercross, the two 450s had Twisted T branding and the two 250s had Progressive branding. Well, you know, it looks like they're going to have Dylan Schwartz on 250. We're still not quite sure who the other 250 is going to be, but these are younger kids. These are guys that cannot promote alcoholic beverages like Twisted T. We know that Progressive wants bigger branding. The team has been calling around looking for a second semi. From our understanding, they want to operate two semis next year. The 450 guys would primarily have Twisted T on the bikes and the rig and everything, and then the 250 setup would look identical, or then Progressive would be the primary branding, giving, you know, two different title looks. Yes, Red Bull's not an alcoholic beverage, but you would think they wouldn't want them to promote two different drinks. It's kind of an issue which one you're holding on the podium kind of thing. As we saw, his bike has primarily Progressive branding. It would be something really cool to dangle in front of Progressive and be like, hey, we're, we're going to put you on the 250s and we're going to put Kenny under this rig and have him primarily branded with them. Uh, so we think that's part of the reason you're seeing the Progressive branding being really big on the bike that Kenny's testing. We don't think the Progressive is necessarily taking over the title sponsorship of the entire HEP program. We just think it's going to be split between them and Twisted T in very creative ways. So again, it's starting to look like Twisted T and Firepower both have ways to get him that aren't conflicting again with any of his issues. It sounds like the gear deal might no longer be an issue because he would just switch to fly and then drink deal. He could do whatever he wants at Firepower because they don't have anything conflicting. And then HEP, like I said, more of the progressive branding, possibly run him under the other rig. Not, not a big deal at this point. So we think he's got to make a decision soon. Again, he's going to test some more bikes. Uh, we, we think by the end of next week, man, you, it's getting pretty close. We're down to six, seven weeks before a one. It's a very limited amount of time to get ready. So we think this should be all wrapped up pretty soon. And actually the one last thing we will touch on is the barge test. You know, we saw some people really questioning that there is still no rules put together on how to race an electric bike in the U S they haven't even delivered them to the consumers and they won't by next year. They won't be homologated. That's not happening for us. World is talking about doing an electric bike only class. I'm sure he's testing with them. Maybe it's something we see him dabble with in the future, maybe racing electric class with them or something, but we don't foresee that as any real indication of what he could be doing next year. Just kind of a fun event. They invite him out. He seemed to enjoy it, but we would say also pushed off the table as anything we're really considering. I'd say at this point, firepower, HEP is the most serious situation for him. Still a possibility of something with Cowie's on his own if he just really wants to control and do his own thing, but we think that's slowly starting to fade out a little more as these other deals kind of are coming together a little bit cleaner. So let's hear your thoughts in the comments section below. Do you think Kenny can take the Suzuki back to the top step of the podium? Do you think he just goes ahead and makes it happen on a Honda? Does he maybe want to stick it to the Honda guys a little bit and show them he can still win on their bike, but with his control? It's going to be interesting either way. It's going to make for great storylines. And again, we're interested in what you guys think. If you like these videos, give us a thumbs up, like, subscribe. We really appreciate it. And we also want to hear what you think below. We'll discuss with you guys a little bit. And stay tuned for more episodes of Rumor Mill and other industry news.